everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season eight, episode 10, the one with Monica's boots. Hi, Hi boots. boots. Hi, boots. Um, <clears throat> so it is boot season for me. It is not boot season for you. Well, it's a bumper season here, so you can still get away, but it's spring. So spring yeah. is less, I mean, fall is boot season, right? Less booty. <laughs> less booty. <laughs> um, so back in the summer, in what did you call last, like a few episodes ago, you called it, do you call it northern summer? When it's, when it's summer and yes, not in New Zealand? because you're... Because we're yeah. in the north. Yes. Um, but like northern hemisphere. Okay. Um, so during northern summer, there's a uh, shoe company in Nashville that does really great warehouse sales. And so I bought Ashley some boots for $25. Yay, to come pick up my boots. Brand new leather boots. Originally like $225 or $240. Marked down to $25. They're going to go with... Pants with you can shorts, with skirts, with wear them dresses. on the street and earn the money to pay for them. But you'd pay for them really quickly because they were only twenty dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I can pay for those myself. You could probably could probably change in your seats to pay for these. Just very very good pricing. Yes. Um. Find find money find in my coats money from in last coats. winter to pay for them. Um. So yeah. So we've got Monica and Chandler in their love nest. Chandler comes home and. Monica's like obviously fishing for notice anything different about me and he's like a haircut necklace dress boots (laughs) which I feel like that's typical guys they don't you know oh even though I will say every once in a while Matt really surprises when he notices specifics like that that I ever get once yeah sometimes times no I've worn this like nine times it's not new it's not new at all. I wear it all the time. I sometimes don't notice when Ben gets his hair cut. I'm really bad at noticing haircuts specifically. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Maybe. because my hair just looks the same always. Since the dawn forever, of time. Since the dawn of time. So I just don't. Um, I don't know. So I just ignore so hair. I don't know. Monica bought boots. And she confesses they're more than she normally spends on boots or spends rent. A and or rent well i was we're gonna talk about that so i have a number in my head that i think she spent but i'm curious what your number in your head is okay so we'll say it on the count of three okay yeah oh no on the count we'll do three two one and then we'll say the number okay Okay. are you gonna count yes three two one three hundred dollars thirteen hundred dollars oh my So just a small well, variance of a thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm thinking like three hundred dollars for a good pair of boots. It, it's not cheap. Don't get me me wrong, but it is not, not same as your rent. Okay, so Here's I'm thinking these are like designer. Okay, tell me more. That's a good point. That is a good point that they're probably not. Okay. So I was like, all right, she says that all we have to go by is that she says that they are more than she normally pays for rent. So I Googled, how much does Monica pay for rent? (gasps) Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. And the internet seems to think that back then, rent-controlled apartments were about 200 a month. Mm -hmm. And so, because initially I was thinking, okay, these boots are probably like 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. And then when I was like, oh... 
she pays 200 a month for rent. Mm. That is pretty low. So I felt like that lowered it significantly. But I guess I, okay, so I was initially thinking probably about $500. You're totally right, though. If they were designer, which makes sense if Rachel came That's over and immediately started what frothing makes me over think them. That she walks in and immediately notices them. They've got to be something special. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they probably are designer. And so then they probably would be about 1000 bucks. Well, I said 1300 <laughs> yeah, I'm. We're negotiating down. Oh, we're it. negotiating. Okay, okay. So I googled. I didn't Google how much rent-controlled apartments were. I googled how much Chanel boots were, oh. and they were nineteen hundred dollars. Oh, and I adjusted inflation for inflation. <laughs> right. Okay. Because I'm like that's three hundred dollars even twenty years ago for like leather shoes. Like I said, not cheap, but not like. For two grown-ups who have steady income, you know. Yeah, okay. It's not, like, atrocious. I don't know. I'm not spending $300 on shoes. Well, I'm not either, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to miss being able to afford food, you know. Being able to afford food. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> um. Okay, that makes so sense. So that's... These are way too expensive for you. She had a point. She had a point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's, like... That's like some serious, like budget busting money. Yes. Um, yes. And like, there, I'm sure you and I could find $1,300 to buy boots. We're just not going to do that. And so I think that's more where it's no. a thing. I don't know. I'm sticking with $1,300. Right. Okay. Okay. I will, I will go up okay. to 1000 I will give you ten dollars. You give me ten dollars. One. What about one and fifty dollars? <throat> okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. So Monica's like, you know, they're great. I'm not returning them, and I love them. Blah 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 blah. I can wear them skirts and pants and boots and whatever she says. Um. And <laughs> and boots. And boots. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the next day at the coffee shop, she is like. Oh, see, I'm already getting so much use out of them already. And then Chandler leaves. And she's like, they hurt so much. <laughs> Whoever. Oh, oh, when you look at them, they're, they're like. so high. Stilettoed. So they look. Oh, they, they're high. And you'd imagine like your foot would just be like mm. jamming down forward. Don't get me wrong. I wear high heels all the time. But it's different like in a leather boot mm. with no give on like concrete oh it just looks painful whoever invented these hates feet and wants to see them die <laughs> hates feet and wants to see them die and rachel's like ashley are you responsible well, for this i've been wanting to tell you um rachel is like oh give them to me but i guess it is like she's like no i can't just give them away i guess rachel's probably not gonna like cough yeah. up a thousand dollars or thirteen hundred for these boots to buy them off of Monica. Oh, and that is the hard thing with shoes is you're like, you don't know how comfortable or uncomfortable they're going to be until you buy them and wear them. But they're a hard thing to return. Yes, yes, because wear- wearing them around the fitting room or like around the showroom for like two seconds is one thing. Mm -hmm. You can tell if there's any like immediate, obvious pressure points. It sounds yeah. like Monica was probably had her blinders on yeah. a little bit. But 
Do you want to know Matt's trick for trying on shoes and seeing if they work for you? Yeah. What? Is it like do a little jog in place or something? (laughs) No. He duct tapes the bottom of the shoe. And he'll wear them just for like the day. And I mean, he works from home, so it's not like a lot of wear and tear. But But so you know, like, are they squeezing? Do they like jab anywhere, you know? Because it's really hard to know like 10 steps in the shop and like actually know how they're going to feel, you know? Like, I think they're comfortable. I don't know. Yeah. Recently, he got new like work boots, like work on the house, you know, shoes, project Mm -hmm. shoes. Because he used to just wear old crappy ones. And I'm like, listen, I know that they're just going to get destroyed, but you are there when you need support for your body. Like, you need yes. support when you're, like, drilling holes and fixing fences and, like, and on the roof. Yeah, when you're, like, on the roof and that's when you actually need your body to be supported. Not to be wearing shoes you were going to throw out because, like, they suck, <laughs> you know. But he's, like, it's so hard to know if it's a good pair. And so he orders, like, four pairs and tapes the bottoms and then they weren't worn out, you know. So that he is can so know. smart. So if Monica just would have taped the bottoms of her shoes with duct tape – like us. No, I'm just kidding. Um, like us, Smarties. I did have a pair of boots that were so cute. Like, so, so, so cute. They were, they were like a block heel, only like maybe two inches, you know? Just enough to be a heel, but not anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, sensible. A sensible heel. And then they came up, they weren't like ankle boots, but they weren't knee high boots. They were probably like, I don't know, three inches above your ankle kind of thing. So cute. Um, Oh, okay. When you walk though, the ankle part has no give. And so it like basically bruised my shin wearing them one time. I know. That's not what you want. And it was so sad because they were so cute. I was able to resell them on oh, like Poshmark, thankfully, but you know, real bummer because they were super cute. So, yeah, I um I have a pair of knee high mm-hmm. brown suede boots that um I bought at an op shop for like what's an op shop? Oh, uh oh, it's the op shop. It's like the secondhand store. Um, they call them op shop because I think it's opportunity shop or something it's like salvation army op shop is what it's oh okay yeah okay so it's like a thrift store yeah it's store? a thrift store yeah and so i um i went and bought yeah some which i would be very hesitant to buy shoes from there but these are yeah. knee-high boots and so i only ever wear them with socks on um and they right. were in really good condition and yeah they've got like kind of a low heel as well so i can wear them i get so many compliments on them they're brown mm-hmm. so they're not quite as like i don't wear them quite as much as i think i would if i had a black pair but i love yeah. them and they're comfy which is great that's good the most uncomfortable pair of shoes so would you say that that those boots that gave bruised you were those the most uncomfortable shoes you've ever owned um i think they were the sneakiest uncomfortable shoes because mm. I've had like heels that were uncomfortable, you know, like four mm. inch heels. <laughs> um, Do you remember when ballet flats were popular and they'd like cut into oh your my gosh. the back of your foot? Yes. And like you don't have <clears throat> the back of your foot anymore. Um, 
That's why I always have moleskin on hand. The um, most uncomfortable shoes I have ever owned was when I first moved to New Zealand. I didn't everybody. Well, for those who don't know the story, I didn't plan on living here as long as I have. Um, And so also I was told that my company didn't have an office here. So I figured I was just going to like find a co-working space and work from home. Um, But then I got here and I talked to somebody and they're like, yeah, it's downtown. What are you talking about? I didn't (laughs) remember that, that they told you there was no office. That's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Noreen told me there was no office. Noreen. And then I got down here and, and this one guy I was talking to who... She's like, where's your business attire? Well, yeah. I was talking to this guy, Nick, who lives in Australia, but he is a Kiwi. And he was like, what? Yes, we do. Hold on. And then like five minutes later, he IMs me back and he's like, all right, here's the address. Meet Haley on the second floor or whatever. She's got your key card. (laughs) And I was like, well, I guess I need some office attire. Um, And so I like just went to like a cheap shoe store, like a, I think it's called like number one shoes or like, you know what I mean? It's like... (laughs) discount bargain sounds comfy (laughs) yeah well um the kardashians had their shoe brand uh there and i was like oh "Oh, these are cute and it was just like i can't remember it was a high heel like a black high heel with like a little bit of a scallop cut on like the top of it and i thought it was cute i told like kicks or something like that probably who knows probably honestly probably um but I just thought that they were pretty and I tried them on in the store and it was like, yep, cute. These are fine. Um, I tried to wear them and I'm pretty sure that like within the first five minutes, it was like the way that the shoe was cut. I was like, whose foot is shaped like this? Like Mm. it was so uncomfortable. Your foot was like sliding around and getting pinched and like there was no arch support and it was like... I was like, if they modeled these off of their own feet, they have got some weird alien feet. Like, honestly, the sh- I think I wore them one time. They were the most uncomfortable things I've mm. ever worn. So don't buy the Kardashian shoes don't in case you're <laughs> tempted to. Oh. Unless you have weird alien feet, too. That's the worst. That's it. I hate... Okay. Mm. Mm. Would oh okay, this is like a bad would you rather, okay? Okay. Would you rather have shoes that are uncomfortable to walk in, like the balls of your feet hurt or your arches or like whatever pain is inflicted there? Or, or have, shoes have shoes that rub that rub and like and you're getting you're getting you're getting like jabbed and your cut skin your skin's peeled like off. Being peeled the off. The skin rubbed off. Slash blisters. Slash blisters. Yeah. Um I would very much rather the balls or the arches of my feet Me be uncomfortable. Too. Me too. I feel like that happens anyway. And you can <laughs> you just. You haven't felt your feet in years. You haven't felt your feet in years. <laughs> True. Or like rub. Like you yeah. can even like, you know what I mean? Just like rub you the own balls of your feet or arches of your feet. Having the skin rub off and then having to do that again. Like, as I, I was saying I it as an option, that. my stomach kind of like flips. Just thinking about oh, when you have yeah. a sore like that and you have, have to shoes back on. The sense. Oh. The biggest mistake mm-hmm. is when you mm-hmm. take them off and then you have to put them back on or like have to wear them the next day. When people... When people do things like go on trips to like New York or London and they don't 
think about what shoes they're going to wear. It's like getting sunburned oh. on the first day of vacation. Like mm-hmm. you have to keep being outside. I was going to say that. And so then having to put, yes. If anything, yes. And you have to, day like, one, ouchie. go as comfy as possible on your shoes because you're going to have to keep walking for days and days and days. I'm thankful that like a cute, simple sneaker is very fashionable at the moment. It's really handy for not too shabby for the Ashster. I know. We went to New York last fall and I just brought like cute tennis. That's all I brought. Yeah. And you're like, nice dinners. Yeah. I'm like, I brought, you know, I wore like nice jeans and a blazer and I'm like, I can wear my cute tennis shoes. This is great. Yeah. Perfect. Please don't ever leave us this trend in high waisted jeans. Well, I was going to say, do we thank Gen Z for that? I don't know. Maybe we thank ourselves. We thank ourselves. Um, Okay. I have a would you rather for you. Okay. Would you rather have to spend the rest of your life wearing an uncomfortable pair of shoes every single day or spend the rest of your life having to wear an uncomfortable pair of jeans every single day? Oh, gosh. Can you tell me more? You can take them off at the end of the day when you get home, but it's... It's it's the, it's shoes that like rub the ball or the arch of your feet, like you were saying, like, like hurt that, or yeah, or it's like jeans that are like uncomfortably tight. This is hard because I have a pretty low tolerance for all of this. I like barely mm-hmm. wear jeans as it is, so I almost think they're all uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I've yet to find a pair that's super comfy. I'm like trying to figure out. Oh, I don't know. Oh, this is really hard. Um, So basically like nine to five, I have to wear the shoes or the jeans. Nine to five. Yes. Yep. That's right. Um, And like if you have to walk around, if you have to like. Well, that's the hard thing too is like if I'm walking around a lot, the feet thing is more pertinent. But if I'm sitting a lot, there's like nothing worse than Mm -hmm. sitting and having like jeans jab into you you know mm-hmm. except for maybe your feet hurting I don't know oh my gosh Ashley I don't know what would you choose <laughs> it's Sophie's it's like choice choice <laughs> um it is a really hard one isn't it because both They're are so, so annoying I think so uncomfortable. that I force myself into uncomfortable shoes more often than I force myself into uncomfortable jeans. So that's probably my answer, even though it doesn't feel like it should be. Do you know what? I would agree with you. I was going to say, I feel like I have just kind of gotten over the fact that my feet mm-hmm. will be uncomfortable sometimes because I want to wear cute shoes. And I think... Um, I think that is something I could get used to more. I often find myself being like, oh my gosh, okay, but what yes. can I wear that aren't jeans? Okay, but how can I not wear pants? Like, yeah. And so I wouldn't want to, like, I just don't like, it, it, it ends up making me feel like if I have tight jeans, like nauseous or like. Yeah, I feel like claustrophobic. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, like I feel trapped. Yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, claustrophobic is very dramatic, but, like, that's the best way I can describe it. Like, I almost feel, like, panicky. Yeah, that's – I don't get quite like that, but I know what you mean. And I I do – I just get so uncomfortable that it's, like, I'm Mm -hmm. in actual pain. Is this Um, just our sign that we need bigger jeans? I don't know. 
But I feel like even like I buy them big. I buy I've bought jeans no. like a size bigger, and I'm like still not comfy enough. No, they're not. It's the it's just the way that I, it's maybe our body shape. We did just spend time before we started recording saying that we're gaining weight in between the knees and the ribs. <laughs> just so. between our knees and our ribs. That's all. So maybe. Maybe that's why jeans. Maybe we need to start buying elastic waisted jeans, Renee. Maybe that's Maybe. the answer. Maybe, but like, I don't, my, you know what? Okay. Is it because we wear high waisted? I mean, but low that's waisted, you're like, about. is my butt crack hanging out? I mean, that's not any more comfortable. Well, digging into your hip bones. Is, but it doesn't dig into your hip bones. That's what I'm saying. Something to consider. I don't it know. Could be the my style. body. I think my body would just like starfish if it was trying to have. <laughs> low-rise jeans put on it it would just start like spasming and reject them like no nope i'm not recommending low-rise but there's also like regular rise yeah. jeans that aren't like fully high-waist i mean i have a pair um, that are like normal anyway. rise like mid-rise i guess i wouldn't call them low or high i feel like that's even worse i feel like that hits me well right in and the those belly ones fat. are ones that i have I mean? that are like a size big so they're not as oh. bad but it also depends on the jeans. So, like, I have one pair of jeans that are actually really comfortable and cute on, like, even when I, um, if I'm standing up, there's, like, a tiny gap in my waist, you know, which is normal for me because I have giant butt and big hips. Yeah. And my <laughs> waist is always too big, you know. 26, 34, 26. Pretty much. I know. Pretty much. But when I sit down, the structure of these jeans has, like, no give, like, none at all for sitting. So then when I sit ooh, down, ooh. it's like they're jabbing into my waist. And it's, like, pulling. Even though when I'm standing ooh, up, yuck. there's, like, plenty of space there. You know what I mean? It's very confusing. I just don't you feel like – I just feel like it doesn't need to be this hard. Like, who is designing jeans and for whom? <laughs> who put structures and panels in jeans? Like, why aren't we just wearing sacks? Seriously. Mm. something flowy Moo-moo and shapeless life. that's Moo-moo what I'm life. Like, I have a packing list for a trip I'm going on a friend was looking at it because she's coming too and she and I was like I need to purge a couple things from various categories you know to try to slim down my packing list and I was like I think I'm gonna ditch yeah uh a jumpsuit instead of a dress and she's like I think I would be cold in a dress and I'm like I would always rather not be wearing pants always it's like a sweater dress so it's like long and thick and honestly i'll probably be out to be honest but um yeah it's just like but also i have inserts in all my shoes and i like only buy certain shoes i don't know i'm just a big baby about shoes so so which one did you choose the shoes though yeah i chose having to wear the jeans instead of the shoes because yeah but honestly like it like is it because I only own comfortable shoes now and I'm like I can't remember what it's like to wear uncomfortable shoes you know I don't know this is hard (laughs) I'm not sure yeah what I want to know your choice I'm choosing to wear the uncomfortable shoes I think yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Well, you have until the end of this episode to finalize your selection, and then the th- the four men that I have stationed outside your house will come in and will <laughs> okay. padlock you into either the shoes or the jeans. So, do you know what I really appreciate about this game of Would You Rather that we just played? What? Neither one of us are like, well, maybe I could just take off the jeans when I have shoes on, and then they're they're not be uncomfortable, and I'll then I'll just unbutton. Like when people are always trying you mean, to get like, we didn't try to get I'm out like, of it. Well, yeah, I'm like people are always trying to find loopholes, not like thinking about which is actually worse. They're always like, well, you know, like oh, you're sitting a lot, so you could just take your shoes off at your desk, and it's like no, the whole point oh, is right, right, right. you have to wear yeah, the shoes if you're wearing the shoes. Yeah, I, I was thinking when we were talking about it, I was thinking. If I had really uncomfortable shoes on, I probably just wouldn't walk as much. That's true. Because that's probably just true. Like, that is true when I have uncomfortable shoes on. Right. But I was also like, the whole point of this is like, you have to go about your normal life. Right. So the days you got to walk, you got to walk. Got to walk. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's, we should really move on. we should. Um, (laughs) So yeah, Monica is dreading the boots and she goes to like pretty serious lengths um, she starts carrying around a tote bag with her boots. Oh, gosh. Changes into her running shoes. I was like, will Chandler notice that you aren't wearing the boots one day of your life? Right. Like, wearing any pair of shoes every single day in a row would be uncomfortable because your feet need a little break. Yeah, and not to mention, like, she goes to work. I don't think she needs to wear the boots. She can just wear her work shoes. No. Or- yeah, agreed. She's a chef. But yeah. once again... She made such a big deal about how she was going to wear them all the time. So I kind of feel like she boxed herself in here. And now she feels like she has to keep up her end of the bargain. Yeah. Um, Rather than just admitting defeat. She did pull a Monica. Um, And then Chandler is like, hey, reminder, office Christmas party. And uh, she, yeah, don't wear your new boots. Every cloud is a supple leather lining. She's like, oh, I'm not going to wear the boots. You know, I picked something out. And it's not going to go with it. And they cut this out. Oh, and then she goes and oh, the part where she's like, I don't want your boss oh, to see no. them and think you get paid too much or your assistant to see them and want to raise. He's like, you think I work at a boot pricing company? <laughs> um, but then she's he's like. You said you could you paid all that money because they go with search dress and pants and they they cut the part out and he goes what are you pl- you planning here a chicken suit suit and oh. ha, ha, she's ha, like ha. fine if you want me to wear the boots I'll wear the boots Christmas party in my boots <laughs> <laughs> and so they go to the Christmas party apparently we don't get to go and they're walking home. And Monica's like, oh, I didn't know there was going to be dancing. That was a fun surprise. Oh, my and, gosh. And, you know, I mean, I know there isn't anything worse when your feet hurt. Like, you just feel immobilized. Um, yes. But it's it's pretty bad. Um, they're walking home. And he's like, okay, it's only 15 blocks to the subway. Let's just walk there. Um, that's pretty far to walk to the subway. It's pretty far. 
It, 15, yeah, it is pretty far. I guess if it's like nice out and you're not in the world's most uncomfortable right. shoes, it's still, it's still, a well, you know, a bit of a walk. Yeah, because there are two, oh, sorry, <laughs> there are not two blocks. There are two blocks in a block is what I was going to say. But there are 20 blocks in a mile. So. Oh, OK, so it's just under a mile. OK. That's pretty far to walk to the subway in New York. But all I can think is maybe they're walking to a line that they're not on the street for. Like they'll pass other subways because New York's like a grid. Not oh, totally. Very interconnected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then she's finally like, I can't do it. The boots were a mistake. They hurt. You know, I can't walk anymore. And he's like, is this what it's like to be right? Yeah. <clears throat> it's oddly unsettling. Um, <laughs> so he's sweet after he makes his jokes and is like, you know, I'll give you a piggyback ride. And takes off the boots yeah. and they're walking home. And he's like, 10 blocks down, five to go. And they walk past... You would think at that point he would just be like, oh, okay, then let's get a cab. Like, I'm not going to carry you for a mile. I mean, oh. I guess maybe they just, maybe they just didn't need cabs, see any cabs. Like, mm. I don't know. <laughs> um, and he's making all these horse jokes. Like, why don't you check while I shoot on a bale of hay? Shoot on a bale of hay. <laughs> and they go and her boots are in tan on sale in the window. And 30% off. And she's like, I can, I think I can walk. Just give me my boots. And he's like, I don't have your boots. And she's like, well, I don't have them either. And then she's all sad oh because she gosh. didn't get to say goodbye. And he's like, are you really going to wear the boots again? Just say goodbye to the tan boots. But I have to say, when your feet hurt that bad and like I can only assume are swollen, there is no way you are getting those shoes back on. Like, it's not going to happen. It's actually worse to take them off and then if you know you have to put them back on. I'd rather just limp around. Yeah. It, it is worse because I do think your feet swell oh and then the, pr- the pain points are yes. like throbbing and then to have to put them back on. But I have had oh. to do that before. It is murder. I think. But it, you know, no. it, she's not going to walk barefoot onto no. the subway. I think so. the worst my feet have ever hurt in my entire life is when I lived in London and we did a Christmas party for work. And we all met at the store and then walked to where the party was, which is about a mile. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. we have the party. There's dancing, hangout, drinks, whatever. We went out afterwards. We walked. There were so many of us. We just walked. And um, we went to this other bar and hung out. And by the end, my feet were just destroyed. Like, I can barely move. And I was like, if I take my shoes off, I'm done. Like, I'll be walking. Yeah, that's the end of it. Barefoot in the street on the tube. And some of the girls did. Like, I'm just taking my shoes off. They were wearing tights. I was like, I can't do it. I got home and my feet were like twice their original size. They were so swollen. I I actually don't like swell very much, like on a plane, you know? Like, I don't really swell, but I'm sure it's a blood pressure thing. But I'm not a puffy person usually, but... But that night, <laughs> they were so swollen. Like, I, like, iced Aww. them down in the tub. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, and I made an ice bath for my feet. And it hurt so bad. Just, like, letting my feet 
sink um in the bathtub and I didn't even have a real kitchen so I'm like doing this in the public it's basically like a dorm that I lived in I was just like letting the cold water run over my feet and I'm like like taking ibuprofen to try to stop the throbbing and I got worked in retail so I was always on my feet and thankfully I had the next day off because I had planned the Christmas party so thank goodness (laughs) I wouldn't have been able to walk like Mm -hmm. I would walk three miles to work and then be on my feet for eight hours. So I usually took the bus home. But like even just the being on your feet for eight hours, like there was no sitting down when you work work retail, you know? Yeah, And like I wore crappy shoes. So no. I was so glad I didn't have to work that day. I just wouldn't have been able to. Like it just wouldn't have been a thing. (laughs) You're like, I had to elevate my feet. Um, One of the worst I ever did was when Ben and I went on a trip to Japan um it was in the summer Mm -hmm. and so I was I had Mm -hmm. brought like like some sandals to wear around and I had this pair of sandals that I had worn a lot before so it wasn't like they were new or anything uh I know this would never fly for you but for me I can normally get away with shoes that are basically just like a completely flat piece of shoe bottom um, That's because you don't have grandma plantar fasciitis like me. Yes, correct. Y- yet, hopefully, knocking on wood somewhere, hopefully I don't get it. But yes. Um, so I had these like shoes. They were cheap shoes. They were just these like little gold slip-on sandals. Very cute, whatever. I had worn them tons. Um, we we're in Tokyo. I wore mm-hmm. them for a couple days. And then one of the days, we did a ton of walking. You know how on on vacation, you always walk like four times as much. Um, and Tokyo is massive. And so we were like taking the train a bunch, walking to the different train stations, walking around like the different sites and whatever. Um, one of the days we were at a botanical garden and we were walking around. And I think it's because um, these shoes were really crappy. It was so hot that I could feel heat coming through my shoes. Like I actually think the sidewalk might have been like partially melting mm-hmm. my shoes because um, it was really, really hot and like sticky and humid. Um, and so we were in the botanical gardens walking on like not very yeah. well, like, you know, they were they were paths, but they were kind of like bumpy a little bit because um, it was kind of almost like not garden path, but you know, anyway, it got so uncomfortable that I had to like hobble over to a park bench and sit down. And I was just like, Ben, yeah. I don't think I like, I don't think I can, I don't think I can like get up and go anywhere. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it. It was like so painful. Um, And then thankfully being Tokyo, <laughs> like we like hobbled our way over to, um, an Asics store, I think, and I ended up buying like a really cool pair of Asics sneakers and they were cute. And so I just wore those with dresses and everything the rest of the trip and it was perfect. I learned my lesson. I don't like they weren't uncomfortable shoes, but I think they just weren't sturdy walking shoes. It is different when you're like walking, doing errands. Like walking and... to work and like wearing them all day at work versus like uh-huh. walking, walking probably 30, like 10 steps. miles. Yeah. yeah, exactly. On hot concrete. Yeah. Yep. Oh, gosh. My feet are hurting Ugh. just talking about all this. I know. I know. That pinched feeling okay. on the bottom of your feet when you walk a lot, where it like, it's not a blister, but it's like... But you're like, something's up down there. Yeah. yeah. When it's just like irritated but and it hurts so bad, and you like stab it and you're like, it's all swollen. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. 
Okay, so that's Monica's boots. Hi, boots. Bye, boots. I could not imagine paying, let's say a thousand. Let's say thirteen, but even even five even three hundred. I could not pay. Imagine, I could not imagine paying that much for boots, and then, like, even if you know that they're really uncomfortable, in my mind, I would still think like, yeah, but I'll wear them for special occasions. Okay, okay. I was over eager saying that I'd wear them every single day. Too uncomfortable, but I could wear them for like a nice event where I know we're going to be like a nice dinner. Like if Chandler and I are going out to dinner, we yep, can take yep. a cab. And like, we'll just be sitting like that. I would I would at least think that I could not imagine leaving them on the sidewalk in New York City. And like, there's your thousand dollars. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think maybe anything over 50 bucks, I would be devastated that they just got left (laughs) on the side of the road. Yeah, fair enough. Um. Okay, I want to talk about the next one because I don't like it as, as much. Um, okay, um, I'm excited for one thing. Um, so Joey tells <laughs> Rachel that his sister is also a fascist and would like to speak to someone successful. <laughs> But I love when she's like, my sister you knows that you were rough and she's like, I am not sending clothes to prison. It is a waste. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's really sweet. He's like, no, she wants to talk to you. You're successful. And he's like, she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm successful. And and Joey's talking up his sister, you know, yeah. like the SATs. She took them. You know, she's the smart one. She took them. <laughs> she went to college. Both, Both years. Both years. Exactly. So Joey brings her by Rachel's office, drops her off, and Dina, which, what do you recognize her from? Was, she was Gina from Full House. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything else? Um, what else was this girl in? Oh, yeah, was she in a movie? I think of her as the mean girl in the Babysitter's Club movie. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, Renee, our Venn diagram of things we've both seen is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to add Babysitter's Club. She was always the mean girl. So she was the mean girl in Full House. Mm-hmm. Um, mean girl. She wasn't mean in this, I guess. I Look, I'm not a famous actress, so I shouldn't be uh, offering my critique. But man, this New York accent is rough. Oh my gosh, too. that's what I was exciting about. I was like... Ashley's going to go ham on her accent because I know it's always bothered you. And I agree. It's like, no, I don't. It's more Southern than New York almost. It's, it's, don't you feel like they should have been like, hey, you're actually overdoing it a little bit. Like, it's funny when Janice does it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's supposed to be Janice-like, but I just don't feel like it comes off. Like, it suits, I don't well, know, I don't know. It, I'm also not a New Yorker, so maybe this is a perfect personality. When she's doing it right, when it actually sounds like a New York accent, I think it suits the character, but she can't hold on to it. That's the problem. Mm. Yeah, she, like, has it for a few moments, and it sounds like what you would expect Joey's sister to sound like from New York, but then she can't hang on to it. And so she slips into this weird, like, almost southern 
I'm not really even sure what to call it because it's like every time Matt does an accent, he ends up sounding like Homestar Runner after about three words. <laughs> it's no matter what, doesn't matter what accent, <laughs> you know? So I think maybe they should have just screen tested somebody with the accent first or decided it wasn't working and like booted it. And been like, just maybe just tone the accent down. You don't need to be. I guess some of his sisters cookie. I don't care about fashion. Oh, yeah. That's the one that's bad. I'm pregnant. And I know you are, too. I'm pregnant. I don't care about yeah. fashion. I don't care about fashion. Um, yeah, it's just too much. See? We're great. Hire us. No, we're don't. Great. It's too annoying. Hire us. <laughs> My baby gonna have his Uncle Joey. Um, so. I do. I do respect... The way that she, like, yes, very smart to be like, okay, well, I know my brother's roommate is pregnant and he's supportive of her. True. Good one. Yeah, it is. It's a good angle. No, I'm going to talk to her about fashion. Set it like smart, resourceful girl. She'll be fine. (laughs) Yes. So Rachel handles this really well, even though she's definitely blindsided because she's like, there's marketing <laughs> and oh crap. You can go into marketing? Yeah. Um, but she's like, okay, we're going to go in there. We're going to tell him. He's been so supportive of me. And if he gets a little upset, that's what the meatball sub is for. That's what the sandwich is for, yeah. Um, And so Rachel kind of preps him, like – she wants to talk to you and he's like is it mom is it dad is it dad's heart is that a sandwich (laughs) and uh she says she's pregnant and Rachel's like give him the sandwich give him a sandwich and she reveals that she tried to wait until she was 25 like Joey did which Mm -hmm. I love that Joey's like Rachel you keep your mouth shut (laughs) um yeah and Joey makes a good point when she says he's nice and funny and he's like, well, if he's funny, then laugh. Tina, you know? if he's funny, <laughs> laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he kind of blows in and out of there, very upset, can't look at her, and then comes back to get the sandwich and then comes back with Bobby Corso. I was going to say, what's his name? I kept thinking Danny Zuko. That's all. Danny Zuko. Very close. Very close. Not him, but. Not him. Essentially. So Joey drags him in there and starts performing a wedding ceremony, um, which as moving as the ceremony is, it's not legal. They don't have a license and the groom is only wearing one shoe. This is probably the worst part of the accent. And she goes, you're going to marry him. And he's like, she's like, no, I won't. I don't know what it sounds like, but it's not New York. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) Joey's being really pushy and kind of unreasonable. We all know that getting married because you're pregnant, it does not fix anything. Like, it's not going to change anything. It's probably just going to make it more complicated and worse. I think it's different when people were going to get engaged you know, they want to be together. I feel like that's different. different story. Um, but in this okay. case, yeah. I have thoughts. Okay. <clears throat> I'd like to hear them. I totally agree with you. Okay, good. However. Okay. Um, yes, I do think it's like if it's if it's like 
you know, we had already, we're adults or whatever. Look, there's things. The only thing that I think is interesting is we have a friend who her mom got pregnant with her at 16 and married the guy. And they are like still to this day, happily married, had other kids, have adopted children. Like, I feel like it's like the one time I've, and I'm pretty sure like they like went to um, college and she just like took care of the baby while he went to classes and like Mm -hmm. unconventional. Oh yeah. Potentially very unlikely, but it actually worked. And I remember that's probably the like one out of a million that that happens. Right. Yeah. But it seems, if I remember correctly, like they wanted to be together. They wanted to stay together. Like they wanted to raise the baby. They did. I know they were really young. And so there is like a naivety there that can work against you. But like. They did want to. Well, and like these people are old enough to make this choice. Well, and I guess they don't seem like like they want to. That's true. Right. Forcing them to get married is not going to make a difference. Um, the one episode ever that I've watched of Teen Mom, there was a couple, um, and they actually seemed really sweet. I think they had been dating for a little while, accidentally got pregnant, and they kind of said the same thing. Like, they were like, well, we both got accepted to the same college. Like, we're going to go. She's going to do classes part-time, um, and he's going to go to school full-time. And, like, they know Mm -hmm. that it's going to be hard and disruptive, but, like, they're just going to try it. And their parents were like... You don't understand how hard this is going to be. You're being ridiculous. You're being naive. Da, 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 da. And I and I have to say, I probably would have agreed, except for seeing our friend who our her parents did that and were fine. And I feel like you're right. Like there is a bit of naivete, mm-hmm. but it does kind of you know like there are some people who are quite mature for their age, yeah, or who are like we are really determined, like, we're really hard workers. We can make this work. I don't know. I just felt like their parents were discouraging them from even trying. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean, like, I wouldn't discourage anyone, but I wouldn't force them like Joey's trying to That's either. right. Even, like, Rachel's dad, you know? Right. That's silly. It's like, you no, don't have to force them based on their circumstances. But right. I did kind of feel like, well, what was the alternative for this, like, teen mom episode people? Yeah. Like, True. she's having a baby one way or another. Like, that she's decided. Right. And so it's like... I don't know, like, let them go try to do it while he's also getting an education. Yeah, if it doesn't I work, mean, it doesn't work. Agreed. But, like, they're no better off than saying they... it's not going to work. And so, therefore, not letting it work is also a little bit. Right. I don't know. This is, I, I have so, such zero skin in the game. Yeah. No, but I think it's really different when people are like, no, we really want to give it a shot. You know, we're going to go for it. I think that's good because it is nice for the baby to have the whole family. Um, but you're right. But two willing participants exactly is than what we're looking at. The groom doesn't even have on one shoe. Have a, like have a shoe. Two yeah. willing participants is a big difference. Doesn't sound like they're in a super serious relationship. Like enough to get right. married. Right. Yes, they have not agreed that they want to commit to trying. No. Like, you know this together. They're committed to raising the baby, but it doesn't sound like they're committed to getting married. So I don't know. Rachel kind of pulls him apart and um, he's like, Joey's like, you know, you're some stupid kid. She doesn't know what she's doing. And she was stupid yeah. and get knocked up. And Rachel's kind of realizing how he actually feels about the situation and maybe towards her situation. But mm. I do think it's different. Like when it's your kid, your sibling, like it's much easier to like 
it's not your little sister, you know, or like right. your kid. Don't be so hard on your son. But like if it's your kid, you know, it's a totally different story. It's just different. Totally. It's kind of like how we have a lot of par- uh, patience for each other's parents. Oh, yeah. And none for our own. I'm yes, like, Ashley, be nice to your mom. <laughs> yes, it's totally the same. When it's not your family, you don't have to deal. It's more close to home when it's happening in your family and all that stuff. His response yes. is fear-based. Right. He's not a doesn't want her to be a single mother alone, which is sweet. And it could be scary. And you yeah. want her to be supported. But as Rachel points out, like... Marrying Bobby is not going to fix this. It's definitely not going to fix it. Right. And you know, like, Joey is going to be there for the baby. Even though we never hear about this baby ever again from involved Uncle Joey. <laughs> point. <laughs> we do not hear about Uncle Joey babysitting anytime or doing anything like that. But... I mean, maybe every Sunday when he goes home to get his laundry done and have dinner, maybe he hangs out with the baby then. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But, you know, Joey kind of calms down and uh, Rachel kind of talks him off the leads. And and Dina makes her point, like, I'm scared, but I can do it. Bobby's going to be there. Baby's going to be loved. And you'll be his uncle and brings it back (sighs) to what's important, you know. But they're all there for each other. I just, I just Maybe remember how this one ends. Oh. Oh, no, it doesn't. It's not. Yeah. Well, first of all, he's like, I'm going to make an effort. Maybe I can try to get to know Bobby. Yeah, and, get to know him. <laughs> right. And he's like, what kind of music does Num Nuts play? And at the end, he's like, to answer your question, it's straight up gangster, gangster rap. rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bobby. Not helping. <laughs> <laughs> yes, numb nuts. Like, I am trying to put myself in Joey's shoes and imagining my little sister getting pregnant by numb nuts. This is really who you're going to have a baby with. But why? <laughs> but why? If he's funny, laugh. If he's funny, laugh. It's words to live by, honestly. It's great advice. <laughs> yes. And Rachel, like, tries, you know, sometimes he contraceptives aren't always effective and numb nuts is like yeah well, we didn't really use any so he's shooting himself oh, in the foot come on bobby gosh. we're like trying to help you out here um but yeah so i guess the baby's gonna have his uncle joey sometimes after he does his laundry that we Yay. never see <laughs> lastly we have phoebe Reading the Kidnapper's Guide to Manhattan Private Schools, a.k.a. New York Magazine, (laughs) where she says, wait, what was the one, what was the one thing about Joey and Dina and Rachel that you liked? Oh, that you hate the accents. I don't actually like anything about the story. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just wanted to hear what you were going to say. I knew it was going to be snarky. You just wanted to hear me complain and roll my eyes. Yeah, I did. Okay. Pretty much. Hee hee, Ashley's going to get all upset. I can't wait to hear what she says. (laughs) (laughs) So Phoebe's reading New York Magazine, a.k.a. the best way to find out about famous people's kids in Manhattan. Private schools. And 
you know, she's like, doesn't Ben go to the school? Stinkson goes there. Why don't you ever tell us about the stupid dinosaur stuff you tell us all the time? And can I talk about fossils? And then Joey's like, okay, can I talk about see ya. Fossils? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, Sting's son, seven years old. And Ross is mm. like, we don't know him. <laughs> but the concert sold out. Can you meet him and get tickets? It's I know audacious. You can get me the Ross can. That's why you have kids. Yeah. Um. It's an idea. Oh no, that's right. She doesn't sing yet because no, she doesn't. She's sing like, yet. just try it. And he's like, well, I've got to go pick him up tomorrow. Maybe Sting Sun will be there. I'll right. see. I'll see. Right. Interesting to for them to not think that Sting has a nanny who picks up this kid, but okay. Right. <laughs> I'm sure Sting is picking up his kid um but we find out he's not gonna get tickets because he makes fun of ben no he doesn't no he doesn't have a name here he made fun of the fact that uh ben's moms are lesbonims so lesbonims and phoebe's like put them in a playpen make them be friends stick them in a playpen right (laughs) seven he's really small i I love how much um, Rachel and Monica laugh when Phoebe says, he's really small. It almost just seems like broken character, like they're just laughing. And then she starts singing. Ross can. Yeah. Well, she says, Sting said it himself. Ross can, give me the tickets. (laughs) Ross can, give me the tickets. It's so good. And then later... Phoebe just decides to take matters into her own hands and go to Ben's school, which ah, which I think is a terrible <clears throat> idea, at least in this world. Um, oh, dear. Get put on Megan's list real fast doing something like this. You cannot just show up to schools. I was going to say, this is why schools have a much tighter list these days. Oh, exactly why they have it. Like... You can't just come in and pretend like you're somebody's mom. And thankfully, nobody recognizes her. Um, Oh, Ben recognized her, I mean. But she's talking to him about why he doesn't like Sting's son. And he's a jerk, apparently. And she's like, but sometimes people are jerks, but they have famous fathers. Mm. I recognize this teacher from somewhere. Do you recognize? I can't put my finger on it. I can't recognize where I know her from. Okay. I feel like... Uh, she looked a little bit familiar, but I'm not sure what from. Okay. I feel like it's like the way she speaks and like the cadence in her voice. I'm not really sure exactly what I recognize, but I I don't know. It's like driving me crazy. I looked up her INDB. It was not helpful. None of it's ringing a bell. So she's been in plenty of stuff, just oh, nothing. Oh, really? Good. Yeah, just oh, nothing wow. I've seen. But once again, that doesn't really mean anything around these parts. Mm-hmm. I've only met your partner, Carol, and so Phoebe just runs with it and is like, that would make me Susan. Um, it was hard coming out to my parents. <laughs> um, and she weasels her way into mm-hmm. getting a phone list. 
from the teacher, which this is not a secure situation. I am really surprised that Ben goes to such a fancy school with the likes of Stink's son. Doesn't that like seem a little fancy for Ross and Carol? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about the New York private school scene. I only know what I know from Gossip Girl, so that's not a whole lot, but <laughs> I do think it probably depends on what neighborhood, like Yes, true. There's a lot of celebrities that live in New York. There are that's a lot of true. celebrities. It really in is New more York, common right. than I realize. Um But yeah, Phoebe with I mean, unfortunately, I feel like the teacher, well, because she doesn't know, but she like encourages her to do this. Well, yeah, when she's like, I really think oh, the we parents really should sit down parents. and have a conversation. I mean, it's probably good advice had she not realized she was talking to some crazy lady. (laughs) Yeah, it is if she was like actually a parent. So I'm guessing you have not watched Only Murders in the Building because I've watched it. Have you watched it? No. Okay. So it's actually very cute. Very worth watching. Um, The premise is that there's a murder in their building, obviously, and they make a podcast about it. Martin Short, Steve Martin... Selena Gomez. Steve Martin, yes. And Selena Gomez. But one of the suspects at one point is during their investigation is Sting. He lives in their building. Oh, yeah. Oh, funny. We never see Sting, I don't think. They just reference him a few times. And then at the end. Only Murders? Yes, in Only Murders. Oh, okay. And in the end, it's like Sting is moving out and then Amy Schumer ends up moving in in the second season into Sting's apartment. Fun. But we see Amy. She's actually in it. Um, actually, right, never okay. mind. Now that I think about it, Sting was in the show, and I just can't remember. It was a couple years ago when I watched it. <laughs> but maybe he plays himself. So maybe, oh, like, yeah. maybe Sting has a good sense of humor, and he, like, and doesn't that's why... mind being roped into these kind of things. I'm not sure. That'd be fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. So they're in Sting's apartment, which I actually feel like is Joey's apartment from when he makes it big on Days of Our Lives. Um, Yes, it has that very gaudy look about it. Oh, yes. Very gaudy. I think they just put different statues of dogs in there and redress it. (laughs) And rain features. And rain features. Um, So Phoebe is like gasping at everything, touching everything. Come on, secret passageway. (laughs) Sting's pen that he the, gave to Phoebe. The pen. that Yeah, that he <laughs> gave to Phoebe. <laughs> uh, and then Sting's uh, actual wife, that's his real wife, in her little kimono. Is that Trudy? Trudes. Kim- Trudester. That is so funny. It's his real life wife. Yeah, that's his real wife. He must have a good they sense of humor. They must have a great sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, I had to like play along with something like this and just kind of go with it trudy's very nice to phoebe i'm sure there's more of a story i've just heard ben's a poo-poo head and phoebe has no chill at all um cannot read the social cues and just go straight for the jugular and it's like well won't jack's father be joining us um i feel like that's not a way to come good way to come about it because where's your partner or his like carol or i think it should just be between the biological parents and his lesbian love right (laughs) whatever she says and they cut this out Mm. and it'd be better for the children if the 
parents were here, except Ben's birth mother and father. Yes, exactly. That's right. Because, like, Ross should be there. But, you know, like, she could have brought Ross. That actually would have been a better in for him. But we forget Ross is a father. So, you know. Yeah. Understandable. So Trudy really sweetly is like, oh, no, I'm sorry. He's not available. He's in concert. And Phoebe's like, uh, I'm very busy before and after. But for the children, I'd be willing to go to, to, go to the concert. And then Trudy figures out what she's up to. Mm-hmm. And at first, mm-hmm. she's just offended, as she should be, like using your kid. I would never give tickets yeah. to somebody who would use their child. And then Phoebe. It's like, well, you're in luck. Ben's not my son. <laughs> I'm just some crazy lady. Oh, Can you imagine? Son. Like, yes. honestly. You're already probably on high alert because you've got notoriety. You have to be. You just have to take precautions. You think it's as simple as meeting with a kid from your school or a parent from your school and you find out they're here <laughs> to get tickets to your husband's concert. Just a crazed it's fan. Just a- crazed fan i feel like what phoebe how phoebe could have gone about this charm the pants off of her yes let's have a chat about it yes you're totally right i'll talk to him you know what should you say oh i love this brooch i love your kimono you know whatever whatever (laughs) this is so fun this is so great oh you know i would just we should really just try to get our kids to like uh-huh get the family we just together get them to hang out with each other where is your son tonight oh uh-huh. he's at the show oh you know um i wanted to go to the show but i you know i don't know you could bring it up then like i would love for them to just hang out at an at an activity that's right. you know what i mean like something yeah. like that you just oh, find your totally way. charm the, the right pants track. off the lady get in her good graces and then maybe you can pretend that it's like oh what if we what if we had them hang out backstage together and then they could yep have fun and see right. that they're both friends or whatever and that's how you get free tickets that is how you get free tickets. But instead, Trudy's like, no, here's a silent alarm. The police will be here. <laughs> a reunion. A reunion. The police. Oh, my oh, god! so bad. It's so good. So oh, we find out that Ross can. He can get her the tickets because he gets the tickets. Who knows how, honestly. There wasn't StubHub back then. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's really sweet that he does that's it. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know where he got him Do from. You, it's really sweet that he does it. Do you, th- and, and especially because Phoebe just bullied him into it. I'd she be like, totally no, did. go get your own tickets. Exactly. Go find them on resale. But do you think that's more than 300 meters away from or whatever she says? <laughs> then yeah. that's not breaking the law. Then I can totally go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I know. I just love Phoebe and Ross's relationship. She I does do bully him, but it's funny. Phoebe and Ross's relationship, it is pretty funny. They're kind of quirky in their own way sometimes, you know. I mean, I, I don't think he knows what else to do about it. Right. He knows that know. she's in charge. Put he, it that that's way. true. He does know that she's in charge and he just has to kind of follow suit um, for whatever <laughs> she wants to do. But I guess they're going to the concert, so not too shabby for Ross Ross. Um, I think that's it. No police reunion. No police reunion. See. Yeah, sadly, it's not going to happen. So next week, this is interesting.
what is this going to be? Episode 11. 11. Some people call it the one with Ross's big step forward. And some people call it the one with the creepy holiday card. Oh, what do you call the it? The one with the holiday card. Yes, that's how I know it. Huh. Right. That's how I know it too. But on the Netflix, it says the one with Ross's step forward. I don't know why. Maybe we will find but out why next week. I guess like we will why find they out next difference. week why they did that. Okay. So we will see you next time. I guess we will. And we can all decide together uh, which one it is for real. So thanks for being here. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.